0: Welcome to Lock and Key Unlocked, podcast about Lock and Key on Netflix, as well as the comic books by Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez.
1: I'm Alex. Yeah. I'm Justin. I'm
0: Pete. Comics. <laughs> we are going to be talking about Lock and Key. TV. Comics. Uh, street, TV.
2: Movies. Comics books. are
0: better. Books. Food. Lock and Key season go. three, episode two, <laughs> Wedding Crashers. So, if you haven't checked it out, definitely go do that because we are going to spoil it right now. But broad overview, as you can figure out from the title, two guys don't get invited to a wedding, and they find a little love and a lot of laughs.
2: Uh, Those two guys well, You are know, I the movie. I think fun. you yeah. say a different thing. Yeah, it's a different thing.
1: No, no. I watched the I movie will... Wedding Crashers and found a lot of connections between the two. Yeah. Mm.
0: Mom, me loaf. Hey, 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 Pete, I will find you. Right? Oh, no, Fisher. You know yeah, what I'm talking about. Nice, you like that nice. quote. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I have watched that movie in years. But anyway, in this one, our Wedding Crashers are actually a bunch of resurrected, revolutionary war soldiers. Creepy original. That was the original draft of the movie Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Changed change some of the specifics. And they come to Key House. In the middle of Duncan and Brian's wedding, in order to find oh, keys man. for Frederick Griddian, it all goes down. But Tyler is back, kinda of stops them with the help of Kinsey. Uh, but we get a lot of twists and turns there, as well as the discovery of not only the time shift key, but also the Harlequin chest is, I think, what we're calling it. Yeah. This new, well, keyless chest, but presumably there's a Harlequin key out there as well. Uh, and uh yeah, lots of stuff goes down in this episode. I really like this a lot, and based on the speculation that we had in the last episode, was so surprised that Tyler came back so quickly. But oh, it was surprised. so
2: yeah, it was so nice. I didn't want to go too much longer without him, even though it's a little bit of like a shook version of him. That's not really him, but it was uh, it was nice to see Pete's him a back kid now. For sure. Pete's, a, Pete's one of the youths. He's saying shook.
0: You should check out Pete's TikTok channel his dances are very bad.
1: I nice stand <laughs> Pete's TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but they
2: get a dancing he yes. cuts it up, you know. He uh, he can uh, get down.
1: Uh, that was
2: great. The, so in fun. the middle of the wedding, we just get a shot of it's not even Bodie, it's clearly Jackson Robert Scott just dancing almost looking directly in the camera the How entire dare time. you insult his acting. That is definitely his character oh, dancing. Okay. okay. Jackson Robert Scott How, is uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, How, do you how would the that? actor dance, Pete? Yeah, what's
2: do you summer with that kid? Uh, I'm just saying that I'm not going to insult um, not only his dance move but also his uh, acting ability. Well, you went to see Jackson Robert Scott dance Swan Lake at the Metropolitan. Yeah,
0: completely different. I mean, the guy disappears oh, in his role. The opera. Yeah, house. Yeah. It really was very beautiful. confusing. They kicked him out because the Metropolitan is an opera house, not a ballet house. But still, it was very nice while it lasted.
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> He did have the opera to ballet
0: key, which is yes. huge. The other thing while we're talking about people's talents here, I don't know. I have to imagine this was just like knowing she was good at it, but it seems like perfect happenstance. Uh, I, I assume you guys have seen Coda on Apple TV. Oh, yeah which stars Amelia Jones, won the Oscar, et cetera. And that's all about her singing talent. So it was very nice to see her singing in this episode at the wedding. That was rather beautiful and lovely and seemed like a nice turn of fortune there because I think CODA viewers will see it and be like, oh, yeah. That's where I'm from. The Coda heads
1: just, coming through for season three. Lock and key. Uh, I feel like we're overlooking um, a huge uh, cutting loose moment. Uh, hot Josh, um, mm. really oh, dancing it up. Stop with that really did dan- yeah. Like you're talking about Bodie. Like he does. Regular some
2: sort of... Josh was. Uh, he was a little much. He needed to turn it down a little bit. And uh, you know, I think everybody recognized. Wait. That. So
1: Bodie was doing completely normal dancing, but Hot Josh is out of control.
2: Yeah, he was way out of control. But finally, a slow song came
1: in and he was able to, uh, you know, work a little magic on the floor. Turn on the charm. I. Pete, no, why don't no. you trust that, Josh? Is it his hotness or his Joshness? It's Great both. Questions. It's a, that that one two combination where you can't trust it. It's a deadly combination. It. Yeah,
2: you can't trust it. You either There's get no one or the other. You
0: either get hot yeah. or a Josh, but not both
2: things. And Teddy,
0: Josh yes. is listening to this program. I want to be abundantly clear you're not hot.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you're a uh, hot so, Josh or you're a not Josh, and there's nothing. I, I in the don't show.
2: like how we shifted talking uh, uh, away from Bodie because this was, uh, I mean, his speech was money. His whole thing, this whole episode about being the best man, he was killing it. It was nice to see Bodie being Bodie and getting the laughs and attention he deserves because the guy is just. I have a question about this. I have a question about this wedding speech. Love the whole thing with him being the best man and Duncan yeah. being
0: like, "All right, second <laughs> command." Do that whole it's like bit.
1: it's, it's like when you when you start a bit with someone and they take it too far, and you're like, "Oh no, I guess he <laughs> is my best man."
0: Whoops, <laughs> that was very funny. My main question was at the end of the speech when Bodie does the aloha with the middle finger, right, and yes. everybody claps and cheers. Did they all watch the first season of Lock and Key? Is that what was yeah. going on there? Yeah. It, also, it came with it, it came with a say,
1: they had a Netflix login come with the save the date. <laughs> so everyone caught up on what's been going on, uh, so you know what the wedding's going to be about.
0: Like, I was well, trying to imagine myself being in the situation at the wedding. You would and clap
1: see, and laugh. It's an hysterical move. Where he was
0: like, "It's inexplicable." If you're at the wedding, you see a little kid being like "Aloha" and giving the middle that, finger to hysterical. the the groom. You'd be like, "No matter what, the what? fuck is he doing?
1: What is going on?" Yeah, like, I clearly miss the best man. You know? The best man and the groom are fighting. What are they mad about? <laughs> Why is he so tiny? <laughs> is he he's wait Bodie's wasted? That's what everybody thought. Yeah. yeah
0: that's probably was. Uh other Bodie stuff while we're talking about him specifically. I mean, this is a little off it, but while we were talking about the dancing, I did want to bring up it's such a little moment, but having JB and Rufus meet on the dance floor. Oh yeah. And be like, was We're nice. both Bodie's friends. We've never met before. Hello. It yeah. just it was nice throwing in that moment. It Very was. sweet. It really was. Uh, but we did have big stuff with Bodhi. We should talk about the time shift key here. Holding because that's hands, the big
1: yeah, traveling
2: yep. through time, holding hands. I mean, that's big moves. That's oh, you're big jumping to the end of it. You're jumping moves. to the end of it. So we get the
0: introduction of the time shift key here, and like we speculated about way back on the season three trailer podcast, the time shift key works very <laughs> differently on yeah. in, the, in the show than it does oh in the comic books. In the comic books, it's kind of actually. How did, Justin, how did you describe it?
1: Not as a ghost it, situation, but. It's sort of like you're inside of a movie watching mm. uh, what's happening. And here, the time shift key, it seems like you can interact with people. And I don't know if you're in danger of being hurt by them, but it do, you don't affect the timeline, it feels like. The people can sort of break out of this, the scenes they're in, the moments they're in. But it seems like you're not actually changing time at all, which is very curious to me. I'm, uh, I'm very excited about the idea of um,
2: them being able to kind of go back. And especially that it was like s- seconds away from having a dad reunion, which w- would have been super emotional. Uh, yeah, I loved
0: how this was executed. It was certainly surprising to me as a fan of the comic books, how it all worked out and how it was different. Um, as we've seen in the trailer and everything, it seems like it's only going to get worse as they continue to use this key. Uh, what were you going to say, Justin?
1: I was going to say, if we're sort of extrapolating from the trailer, um, and I, it's hard to remember, uh, but when we recorded the um, the trailer uh, podcast a while back, it, yeah. it feels like um, maybe we're keep gonna going to see all
2: the way back to the trailer podcast. Well, I right. I'm
1: using my own time shift key to look back yeah, okay. on when we did that. Um, sure, sure. But it, it does seem like maybe Dodge is going to come through the time shift key to the present. Does that mean – and we get a little bit of a clue here with Duncan saying it's too unpredictable. Um, yeah. uh, do, is there a possibility Rendell might come through or any of the younger mm. versions of the, I, I, would uh, the original Keeper of the Keys?
2: Yeah, how would you not want to go back and kind of do that? I mean, I, I wonder. I mean, I think we've gone
0: back to Rendell enough that certainly we could see him again and have the kids see him again. Maybe that's a way where – Nina finally gets closure or something like that and finally is able to move on with Hot Josh. Potentially Stop it. He was great this
1: episode. I'm sorry, I know we're jumping all over the place, but he was absolutely delightful. And he showed some hot vulnerability because Hot Mm -hmm. Josh was hot nervous for a time here, Pete. And isn't that worth I like nervous Josh? I like respectable, nervous Josh,
2: but I don't, you know, I don't like cocky hot Josh. Peacocking on the dance floor for everybody to see. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't think. <laughs> wow, you have a different understanding. Turn you have down. a different Let understanding of
1: peacocking. Peacocking sounds like something very normal to you. Describe a peacock. Is it just like a regular bird to you? <laughs>
0: You know Why don't we get into eating. these specific time periods that they go to? Because I think there's more than enough to talk about in both the yes. jaunts to the past. Uh, so Jamie does figure out a bunch of stuff between them. But first, we go back to – oh, gosh. I'm blanking on their names. I wrote them down. It is – Two names. It's – Oh, God. Oh, I God. I'm not familiar fast eight. enough. It is not Gideon. Oh, Benjamin Locke and Miranda Locke. Oh, and they're yes. setting up the Harlequin chest. So I think – That was a very clear, like, here's how the time shift key works, or at least partially how it works. And then also setting up the Harlequin Quest so they can use that as a new place to put the keys now that Gideon and his men find out about it. That's the
2: thing about when you have like a diary or a journal, like, you know what I mean? When someone else reads it and gets all your evil plans, you know, I mean, it's really tough (laughs) that you wrote it all down for somebody to just come, come snooping along.
1: Uh, Pete seems to be recap shifting into a whole nother part of the show, but, um, the, uh, I feel like the Harlequin uh, key in the Harlequin chest, while it does seem like an obvious great place to keep the keys, I think something else is going to end up in there. it be my prediction. They've spent a lot of time. Like what? Dis- like a person. I think okay. you could hide a person in there. Um, you could mm-hmm. trap a person in there. We've got a couple. we got the Wheeler sisters um, coming oh, up with their boy. own gin recipe in the mirror world right now. Uh, I bet we'll trap someone else in the harlequin uh, chest as well.
0: The more interesting one, though, was the second time travel thing like we've been talking about. We meet Teen Duncan there. um, 80s Duncan. No, 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 no. That is very clearly, I think it's 2009 Duncan, something like that, because they go back to real McCoy times. Another Night is playing right at the top there. And that is one of my favorite time travel tropes, is the person travels back in time, and you get such a specific song playing at the start of the scene through the radio, where they're like... It's 2009, and we're playing Real McCoy's
1: "Another Night" right now. Just so you know, FYI, for whoever's listening. All right, moving on with the scene. Another night, another dream, and always you. Um, I feel like that's a song that was played a lot, and then never again. Yeah, I. I play. Oh, it's 1994.
0: I'm sorry, I was way off on that. 1994. Uh, I just wow. Sorry, everybody. In any case, uh, that was great, but we also find out that Duncan doesn't remember it uh, when it happens. So the time shift key seems to create some sort of time bubble or time pocket or something like that. Going to be very interesting to find out the rules there. Um, Why don't we jump over to Captain Frederick Gideon because we get to see him in effect here. (laughs) Do you like any characters on this show, Pete? Yeah,
1: yeah, just Bodie. Yep, I guess. Uh, I I said this um, before, but like, man, Gideon looks like dog shit. I love (laughs) they have this. They have this villain. He needs to turn on the hygiene key because sleeping in this tent. And I love that he he's got the other. uh, He calls. The pup 10 he calls uh, Bolton and Coffee, and they're all pitching their own tents. And I'm like, guys, get out in the world. Get a house. So yeah. you could just break into someone's house. You don't me. seem to so mind killing my, so people. It's expensive to get a house right now. What are you talking about, man? It's not like you can't just yeah, show up. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying go to a bank and get a mortgage and purchase a home. I'm oh, saying okay. for the sake of it, just a, go, go sleep somewhere. Home?
2: You just want them to. You want these bad guys to go break into somebody's house and then murder the people inside and then stay in their home? Is that what you want?
1: I mean, for the sake of the show, I just think they need a shower. They don't even know what a shower is going to blow their minds. Yeah. Pete, what if they
0: broke into Hot Josh's house and killed Hot Josh and then stole his house? Would you be okay with that?
2: Well, I mean, I'd be worried about Jamie. You know what I mean? But oh, okay. uh, otherwise, yeah.
0: They adopt Jamie, and it's a whole three men and a baby situation. Three men and a little lady, oh. excuse me. I'm oh, sorry. nice. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, good.
1: Quality, quality stuff.
2: Yeah,
0: Three what, red coats and a little lady. References. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. That's fun.
1: She <laughs> could uh, get, pr- get her independence from them. I do like the
0: mythology setup, or, I guess, reminder that we're getting here in this episode in terms of the difference between Frederick Gideon is an echo with a demon inside of him. The two others are just echoes and are taken out of the wellhouse that way. So they can't be hurt. But Frederick Gideon has a little something extra.
2: That was fun. You know, like stab him. No, 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 no. Stab him. It'll be cool. Mm -hmm. I command you. All right. Now it's getting weird, but you better stab him.
1: It, it was less fun when Alex did that to you and I, Pete, because yeah. it, was, it hurt so much. Uh,
2: so we're <laughs> One liking
1: of our him. podcast I, getaways. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I think we're liking him as a villain so far. He's pretty good. Yes. Um, we also got the uh, name of the two other guys are James Bolton and Samuel Coffey. They seem very specific about that. So I assume those names will come up again at some point later. And by the end of the episode... They know about a bunch more keys thanks to Bodhi's notebook, but they're only in possession of the plant key, if I remember correctly, right?
1: Yeah, they steal it off. Well, uh, they have the
0: the Anywhere anywhere. key, they have the Acro key, but I'm saying in terms of stealing stuff, they only get the plant key at this point, which is really only good for wedding setups, and that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, oh, come the on, wedding, man. That, the wedding, <laughs> the wedding key. <laughs> like, how did you do this? Well, so
2: we just threw it together. It was super simple to grow this. It is very interesting. Uh, this is
0: jumping topics, but it is very interesting seeing who knows about the keys now and how they're talking around somebody who doesn't know about the keys because it feels like in every scene there's always. One person who doesn't, so like that scene, yeah. I think it's Brian is the only one who doesn't actually know. So they're like, yeah. We don't know how I put it together. And then there's log looks from everybody where
1: they're like, And we, <laughs> yeah, right? uh, why are you guys just they, looking at each other? They basically said wink uh, to each other in that moment. Well, and, and same I thing also, with
2: Tyler with the Hercules belt on. He was just like, Yeah, uh, it's cool style. And they just looked at each other and then had to slowly move on. It's, it's heartbreaking.
1: Well, he's out of the game, and they—I yeah. I feel like they're like, remember, this is our thing, and then it's like when we had that fourth host on this podcast, and and he um, grew out of it. I don't yeah. remember that. Ooh, yeah. weird. well, you wouldn't remember because he's—he out—he aged he out. Actually, um,
2: he got married at a Dunkin' Donuts and then had a child. You don't remember it. Oh, Uncle Dunk in, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. know what you're talking about.
0: Uh, let's talk about Tyler, since we just touched on that. That's another big emotional plot line of the episode. Mm-hmm. As he does come back, as we mentioned, he doesn't remember anything. But over the course of the episode, everybody kind of tries to get him to remember the keys and agree to use the memory key. It's a very interesting line, I think, they're walking with Tyler in particular, because yeah. they really set up that, like not to be blunt about it, but like using the memory key without somebody's uh, permission is a form of assault uh, that you're doing on them. Uh, So they're skirting up against that line. There's that scene where Kinsey is uh, notices, Oh, Tyler's drunk. So he remembers. And she's like, drink more stuff. Oh no. Yeah, please give me the okay. And he's like, no, I I'm glad they stopped that. And I didn't expect them necessarily to go farther, but like, That was a little uncomfortable, like maybe a little uncomfortable. Uh, You felt the same way, Pete?
2: Yeah, it's because this thing of like I want and Kinsey wants him to be in the know and to be on the good side because they need more people to fight this uh, Echo army that maybe is coming. Uh, So it's this thing of like we want him to be on the team because he was such a huge part of it last time around, but he is really shook uh, about his ex and all the things he had to do, so he's not really ready to come back. So it's uh, it's a tough line to kind of walk because they could use the help.
1: You get to see him sort of experience all of the emotions. Like he's out yeah. on it, then he, after a couple of drinks, he's in on it,
2: yeah, and he wants Jackie. to be in on
1: it, and then he thinks of Jackie, and then yeah. he's fully out again. And we get to see Kinsey see all that as well. And I think it just seeing them all working together so hard, And trying to take care of each other, despite the fact that taking care of Tyler means not having him with them, a necessary part. But even a larger point on that, like, it feels like Duncan's a little bit out too. You know, Mm -hmm. obviously he's getting married, uh, but he, while still remembering the keys, seems to be maturing out of just the lock business in general. He's like, he's maybe a source of information, but I don't think he's going to be involved in the action, replaced by Nina. Mm -hmm.
2: Nina, it feels
1: like she is sort of just heavily part of the action. Just to
2: kind of uh, back it up a little bit, I think it's one of those things where we're, we're really uh, uh, its rooting for Tyler to kind of like want to be back in it. But he is going through the classic thing of like, you know, you break up with somebody and then you open up a book and their picture falls out and hits you in the face. I mean, this is just I mean, that's that's just rough reminders. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. It's, it's a bad enough when you have to get the flashbacks and stuff, but then you get the book next to the – as you wake up and you get that slap in the face. I mean, come on, man. The poor guy can't catch a break. Yeah, in
1: particularly uh, no, in, of-
0: which is not finished. That's an unfinished book. So that's a second slap yeah. in the face right there. What joke were you going to make, Justin?
1: <laughs> um, I was going to put in – and you know, we could just uh, focus test each of these and just edit one in and out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Um, I was going to say, the rest of the afternoon, I'm putting pictures of my exes in all my books. So it's going to take <laughs> up a huge
0: chunk of time. I like yours more. Let's go with yours. All right. I'll edit out my part of <laughs> it. Leave uh, them man. Yeah. There was something else that I was going to bring. Oh, I was going to ask uh, about, and this is a legitimate question. Like, it sounds like a joke question, but a legitimate question. At the end of the wedding, Duncan mm-hmm. and Brian get in a car with Cads and they right. drive off for their honeymoon Right. Do people actually
2: do that anymore? Yeah, what are you talking about? It's really? fun cuz you write on their car like the just married and you attach the cans and stuff and then everybody gathers and you throw rice and you say goodbye and they wave goodbye and they drive off. And you grew up in 1789, right? Pete? Yeah, around bouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Round bouts <bounce>, he <laughs> says. More more of the 80s. I just yeah, I've right. been
0: to a couple of weddings and I've, I've never seen that. It always Seems like yeah. they're at the wedding and then at the end of the wedding, they're like, well, good night, everybody. And then they go home and maybe they go to a honeymoon the next day or something like that. But I've never been at the car can type wedding.
1: Well, uh, the it's car can once. Yeah. I got a carcan wedding coming up. Also, the rice. It feels like we we can throw other stuff.
2: Well, they do um, bubbles. You can blow bubbles at them and stuff. Oh, that's really nice.
1: It's and nice. You know? Oh, and Pete clearly aside moonlighting as a uh, wedding planner. It sounds like <laughs> 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 the way you talk about this not stuff like you're really in command of the material. But well, very sweet
0: wedding it. with Duncan and oh, Brian my God, I thought that yeah. was nice. Do you think is that it for them for the season? And uh, because of that, the show.
1: What? I bet we'll see no. more of them. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. If we're following the track of the comics, uh, they are definitely um, brought back, and uh, mm-hmm. sort of revenge is uh, attempted to be visited on them. So maybe we'll get something like that. Even though also, they're a bit separate,
2: I really enjoyed Uncle Dunk's bit of the famous Josh. It's a, I was I never got tired of that. That was fun. Mm. So do you like it yeah. better if we refer to him as Famous Josh instead of Hot Josh? Yeah, any other kind of Josh would
1: be great. Okay. Why? Because you don't think he's hot or you just he's too hot for you to talk about?
2: It's, it's to too hot to trust. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what his angle is and I just don't buy it yet. You know what I mean?
1: Are these 10 celebrities too hot to trust? TMZ explores <laughs> Pete LePage's landmark topic
2: next. Hey, there you go. 101 <laughs> hot dudes to date before you die.
0: Oh, my nice. God. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is TMZ, and we just don't want these celebrities to break our hearts again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's TMZ, always leaving, leading with their hearts on their sleeves. Uh, they do. What else can we talk about in this episode? There's a cheese hat from Wisconsin. That was a oh, fun man. little bit he gets Fun. the cheese hat and then later on Gideon
2: squeezes the cheese Gideon hat. Gideon does the squeeze. People love squeeze, stuff. squeeze and cheese. You know well, I
1: mean? he, he, he's picking it up like, wow, look at this great mound of cheese I'm about to eat. And then he's just <laughs> totally disappointed, which I get. Yeah, yeah. Imagine how hungry you are if you live in a tent. Yet. Yeah. Uh, the, sad squeeze.
0: Go ahead, Justin. We're going to call it a Oh, I was going to
1: jump it back to Tyler um, real mm-hmm. quick because I do think – so he's been building these houses. He seems to be not dealing with any – And working – of construction stuff. with hot people because that's how it, it definitely happens in real life again in my construction experience it's exactly like that dates every night with other people you're working with uh yeah. everyone's happy as hell and kissing on the job site you do kiss breaks uh, nine <laughs> o'clock is your uh it's U- union mandated right <laughs> exactly it keeps you know it works for unity unless you see you're kissing different people uh which is problematic um but um I am I feel like the fact that so far this season, Tyler's all about not dealing with the problems and the tragedies he encountered last season and his family sort of supporting that choice. I'm curious to see if he's going to be the one that sort of faces that reckoning and is like, you know what, I have to um, finish mourning Jackie and find a way to move on to, to protect my family and just move forward in general because I feel like he's like legitimately lost here. Yeah. And needs yeah, uh, but needs some help coming. Up.
2: I don't know if you uh, can remember back to the uh, trailer uh, episode where we talked about all the different things we saw, but uh, Tyler was in a bunch, so mm-hmm. you know him kind of yeah. being on the sidelines and not sure. I mean that that's temporary pass. Like he gets in there, uh, so I'm looking forward to how they're going to. I mean, make at this point, I, I would guess next episode is the episode where we're going to get tyler making a
0: decision there and getting his memory back i don't know yeah it's an eight episode season i don't know how much longer they can drag it out with him being like uh, i don't know and then bouncing around it while everybody else is doing other stuff so but we'll see i guess yeah. i love the action sequences i thought kinsey coming in with the chain oh, key and yeah. the master lock was sweet yep. Yeah, very
1: cool interesting that seems to be the weapon of choice for all the lock kids. They always seem to be carrying that. I guess it's very portable. But to me, it seemed weapons. a little clunky.
2: What are you talking clunky. about? You got chains or just boom, chains? What, mm-hmm. what, you know what I mean? Like with the Hercules, now you got to go get with your hands. You, with the chains, you can keep the bad guys away. It's a smarter <laughs> By the way, move. if you're just listening to the po-
0: podcast, Pete just uh, acted
2: like a Rock'em Sock'em robot. That's the movement that he just did. <laughs> yeah. for <a> of-
1: <laughs> it was pretty great. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Your dad, your dad was a Rockam Sock'em, right? Yeah, one of the you're, original uh, Rockam
2: Sock'em. Yeah, you're, right. you're damn right. He married my mom a was human a woman, so you know. <laughs>
0: beautiful,
1: yeah, the beautiful best of romance. both worlds. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. the two. There are two <laughs> types of people in the world: Hungry Hungries and. Uh, my love, I have caught you in a mousetrap
0: of my own feelings. <laughs>
1: you wow, have a monopoly on my heart.
0: We're really dating ourselves. Yes. Board games? I think it's all right. I think we're gonna be just fine. Any other moments from the episode that you guys want to call Yeah, out I can't believe
2: you guys don't want to talk more about the Jamie Bodie hand holding as they travel through time together. I thought that was such a are you shipping loop. these two children? Is that what's going on, Pete? No, but I <laughs> I think it's I think it's an adorable team and I think as yeah. when it comes to fighting bad guys, they're both very smart. You know, and I like the way yeah. that they're kind of looking at stuff and processing things. I think they're a badass team, and I'm glad they're on the good side. I mean, now that Rufus is back in town... Can we see the
0: future? Oh, yeah. Now that Rufus is back Can, in town,
2: I want to see them as a trio. Like, I want to
0: see yeah, all three yeah, of them. Yeah, exactly.
1: It'll be fun. Can we yeah. shift into the future, maybe? Maybe see if they um, are a couple in, in the future. Think mm. about that. Oh,
0: wow. Potentially. I mean, getting back to the comics again, the way that it works is... It goes back to the forging of the clock from the time shift key to the present. So you can't go to the yep. future. Can't but go forward. we've already changed the rules. So entirely possible that it could work in a different way there. And I think there's something to be said. This is getting into crazy speculation, but ending the series by using the time shift key to show whatever happens in the future, everybody happy and settled and some sort of montage oh, that's there. That's a great
1: call. I Might love be a that.
0: Great way of ending it. We'll see.
1: Uh, a couple other things I wanted to mention. Uh, see the Wheeler sisters gin. This show seems committed to showing us beverages and soups, which I yep. him here for. That's what oh, I consider yeah. a good lunch. Yep. A little, sh- little bit of gin and a great chowder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jow-y. we mentioned this
0: on the podcast before, but I like to combine them into a nice gin chowder.
1: I mm. mm. uh, love a gin uh, chowder. Yeah, <laughs> That's when, the, too much. when you go to a bar much. and
0: they pass it over the bar, you get like that. The little the clams floating in the gin, you just feel, on, you feel
1: home, you know. You feel no. home. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too much, bro. I usually make Jim 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 chowder, my friend. I have a gin chowder after I've had a night out at the bar when I get home. <laughs> oh, oh.
0: Yeah, that's the best <laughs> way of ending the night. You know what? I this is a little tip if you're ever ordering a gin chowder at the bar. I always say, hey, make it creepy.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's, Where's Justin no now? He's in the bat. bathroom making a batch of ginger <laughs> in the toilet. Oh my God, we've
2: gone too far. Justin, <laughs> uh, is that about Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Alex, no, no. Said- remember earlier in the podcast, you we were like, hey, you know when someone takes a bit too far?
1: Yeah, there we go. Right, like, <laughs> yeah, I, know. I met me. I met yeah. me when I said that.
2: <laughs> well, you didn't have to then prove it later. By the way, to be clear, we're talking
1: about a New
0: England gin chowder, not a Manhattan gin chowder. Oh, yeah, exactly. Which is red and chunky. never,
1: right? Hey, you want it red (laughs) and
0: chunky or white and creamy?
1: That's when when you have Manhattan gin chowder, that's when you need to go to the doctor. Uh, (laughs) I also want to talk about a slight gear shift into um, we get to see, I think we're definitely going to get to see the Tempest from the past. Gordy shows up again in this episode. You're going to mention we, that
0: every episode. What happens? I was thinking I'm about this. I'm <laughs> willing it into being. What is the scenario if we get to episode eight and they're like, "Well, that's a wrap on Lock and Key," and Bodhi does a sweet dance moves in the camera, and they uh, the credits roll, and there's no Tempest. Are you going to be bummed?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be a little no I'm because gonna have as a
0: little
2: we tempest saw in the, in the trailer, trailer there was more tempest stuff in it. So we're going <laughs> I gotta temp- go
1: rewatch that. It's been a while since I've checked it. I hope. <laughs> I'm gonna spin it back up and see if I remember the tempest stuff.
2: Uh, anything else you guys want to call out, Pete? Yeah, we didn't see Bodie's car. I mean, what the fuck? How did he get there, assholes? I mean, we can't show Bodie. Tyler's car. Up to, yeah, sorry, Tyler's car. We can't oh, yeah. have him, uh, you know, drive up to the house. Like, what happened? Uh, what,
0: Bodie's you know? car is like one of those little uh, deluxe Hot Wheels things that he drives around. Going beep beep. Uh, yeah, sweet. what are those
1: called? Like what? Tiny Tots or something? I don't
0: remember. I completely blanked out the name right now. It's not Hot Wheels yeah. and it's not Maxbox. No, it's... What are you uh, talking
2: about big wheels? What, what <laughs> we do can do a even? tight
0: five Jid uh, <laughs> Chowders, but can't remember a very basic <laughs> toy that everybody knows of. So there you go. Um, yeah, but good episode, I'd say. Great episode. Ap- Continue yeah. to be yeah, very dancing. For this you
2: had love. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I was a little disappointed that when Nina uh, took off the flower key and just kind of casually said it there, I was like, "Oh, that's a horrible idea."
0: On the other hand, though, I loved Nina's expression when she sees the time shift key and is like, "Ooh, new key." We were mentioning this in the last episode, but <laughs> there really is this childlike glee that Darby Stanchfield has this season yeah. that is very fun to see.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh, as, I agree. It's really as medium. Josh says it's nice to see her happy. Yes. Before we wrap up here, why
0: don't we talk about the key moment of the episode? Justin, what was your key moment of the episode?
1: I think it's Duncan talking about the time shift key. Like he has knowledge of it. He sets up a little bit like, oof, that we can't deal with that. It's too big. It's too much. It's a problem. Um, he knows the rules. And that's why we were talking about if he's going to be sidelined for the rest of the season, I think he will at least be sort of the guru for the time shift key, perhaps next mm-hmm. episode or whenever they next get into um, that. Uh, Power Wheels is the name of the toy. Power that's Wheels. That's what it is. There we go. Oh, Pete, man. what
0: about you? What's your key moment of the episode?
2: uh i'm gonna have to say um hmm, hmm, i'm gonna have to say tyler showing up uh and being back uh with with the home team is is the key moment uh now that he's here uh hopefully they can get him to drop his back baggage and uh get on board so we can start fighting some creepy bad guys that are slowly starting to win. Yeah, this is a related one, but
0: other than the time shift key, of course, and how important clearly it's going to be for the season, I'd almost say that moment with the Sanditon and the picture of Jackie, because they're clearly Mm. not letting her memory go, they're continuing with it, so... At the very least for Tyler, that's going to be an important thing going forward in terms of his emotional arc is how does he get past this? How does he emotionally Mm -hmm. grow? This is such a rough thing for him. And I appreciate from that perspective that they're not letting it go, that they're doubling down on it, in fact. And if you would like to talk Lock and Key, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Crowdcast in YouTube. You can follow the show on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice at Lock and Key, P- excuse me, at Lock and Key a Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, keep it locked right here.
1: Let's get chowdered, guys. It's Friday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take my creepy. Oh, stop, man.
2: You had to ruin (laughs) it.